An entitled Karen intentionally tries to hit me with her car, all because I'm riding my bike on the street. It got so bad that these entitled Karens slowed down and followed us just to yell at us. Here's what happened. To start off with some context, my dad and I love riding our bikes. We live in a city where bike riders are very common, and people around here love to see bike riders on the street having a good day. Or at least that's what I thought. So one day, my dad and I rode our bikes around what we would call the river loop, which goes around the city, which is about 25 miles. And towards the end of the loop, we ended up in a little neighborhood. As I looked over to my dad on my left, I saw the shadow of a car directly behind us. They were so close that if I slowed down even a little bit, I would have been run over. And as you can probably guess, the people driving the car were the entitled Karens of this story. When my dad and I pulled over just a little bit so these Karens could pass, one of the entitled Karens yelled out the window, Get off the road! And instead of speeding off, they slowed down in front of us and began to yell at us again. They would say stuff like, I've been on this road for 50 years and I've never liked your kind. They also said to us, you guys belong over there. This entitled Karen then pointed across the road to a golf course, as if that makes any sense. And it escalated to the point that they started using swear words several times at us, to which my dad interjected and called them out on it. Trust me, I was about to pull out my phone to record the entire incident, but that's when the entitled Karens drove off and actually tried to swing their car to run us over. Thankfully, I noticed it just in time, and we were able to avoid some type of terrible accident. At the end, we were coming up on a busy road, and the Karens drove off in a rush. I was personally very shaken up, but my dad was just sad, and he said that this has happened before to him many times. Honestly, this isn't my first time either, as at one point, a Karen flipped us off on the road and drove off. In the end, the Karens kind of won, but I know that those Karens are going to be put in their place if they do that to us again. But on the road, we were the nice bikers. So hopefully one day, karma will come back knocking for these Karens. What a crazy story. The fact that these people slowed down just to mess with you, all over you riding your bikes, most likely in the biking lane off to the side, is really ridiculous and also incredibly dangerous. To be following a bike that closely and to make such a big fuss out of something that is quite normal, especially for this city, is just really strange to me. But the original post has it right. People like this absolutely get what's coming to them. And one day, karma really will come back to bite them in the butt. Because entitled Karens like this should not get away with this kind of behavior. Because no one wants to put up with that. This story also came from the Am I the Jerk podcast subreddit. Check the links in the description if you'd like to submit your own story. I totaled my boyfriend's car, and now I'm worried he's gonna break up with me over it. And I really don't know what to do. My boyfriend and I were going on holiday, and my car was at the workshop getting served. So we decided to use his car. His car was a gift from his parents, but he personally doesn't have a license yet as he's in the process of retaking his driver's test since it got suspended. And the car just sits in the garage. So he takes an Uber everywhere and hasn't been driving for the past couple of years. So as I'm the only one with a license, I go ahead and I drive. As we were nearing our destination, I was turning out of a junction. I checked both sides and didn't see any cars coming when a car was speeding towards us. My 
boyfriend yelled at me and I panicked. The next thing I knew, we were getting T-boned on the driver's side. My boyfriend had to drag me out of the car. It was a terrible accident, but luckily no one was hurt. We thought insurance would cover it this whole time, so we moved on from the situation and he told me he forgave me and that he still loves me. That is until we got a call today saying the car was totaled. I've never been the best driver and my boyfriend knows this and that's why he's so anxious whenever I drive. I feel so bad and guilty right now and I offered to get him a new car, but I'm still a student and barely make any money right now. It's another financial burden on me, but I know it's my responsibility to take care of. What I am most worried about is how it's going to affect our relationship. He says we should just move on from it and when I asked him if he's going to break up with me, he said no. I can tell he's still really stressed about the situation and was not super responsive to my messages. Even though I admit I might just be overthinking this. I'm still so worried. I can't stand losing the love of my life. I know he loves me a lot too, but I feel like I don't deserve this. I would love to get some insight on what he might be feeling or at least what else I can do to make it up to him. What should I do? I really don't think you should give up hope on this situation. Accidents happen, specifically in cars. That's why you have insurance for cars. And it sounds like the situation at hand is not your fault at all. Yeah, you got T-boned, but it's not because you did anything wrong. It seems like the other car that hit you is at fault. So I would at least hold on to that. And just because your car got totaled doesn't mean that insurance wouldn't cover it. I would still go through your insurance and figure it out. Because if you have the right coverage, they might cover the cost of a new car. I think it's a little cynical as well, but you also have to remember, he wasn't driving this car at all either. So yeah, he doesn't have a car, but he also doesn't have a license. And it sounds like it's been like this for like, what, a few years now? He will honestly be fine without having a car for a few more months, if anything. And I think you should believe your boyfriend when he says, no, I'm not going to break up with you. I have personally been in car accidents before, and the process of filing this through your insurance can be a headache. So if anything, I think that is probably what's stressing him out. And I really don't think it has anything to do with you. So overall, I wouldn't stress out about this, but honestly, just stay close to your boyfriend and support him in this process of getting insurance filed. Because I honestly think you two are fine and things will work out once insurance gets things going. But even if it doesn't, I still think he's not going to break up with you. So honestly, I don't think you have anything to worry about. My girlfriend cheated on me with her ex just so she could find some closure with her previous relationship. And I'm honestly completely shocked. My girlfriend and I have been dating for a year. I'm her second girlfriend. And before me, she dated this other girl who was her first and shattered her heart. Even though they dated just for half a year and they didn't do anything, my girlfriend got very attached to her and still cares about her. That girl seriously messed her up and I was there to pick her up and make her happy again, or so she says. So after that girl dumped her, we started dating and my girlfriend and her ex cut off communication with each other. My girlfriend wanted to reach out, but her ex wasn't responsive. Last weekend, her ex texted her and asked to meet up. My girlfriend agreed, but I didn't like the idea, but she said that it would be important to her as she needed closure and that it would help her finally move on. So they met up. My girlfriend returned home and said that everything was fine and it was over, but she seemed a bit weird. A couple of days later, she told me that she wanted to be honest and admitted to me that they had kissed. And worst of all, my girlfriend initiated it. I got furious because she had discussed many times that kissing is cheating. My girlfriend is saying that she and her ex never got to kiss when they were dating and she just wanted to do it. Ever since they broke up, it's been bugging her all that time that they never kissed. And for some reason, it was important to her. So she couldn't miss that chance after they talked and requested from her ex if they could kiss this one
one last time. My girlfriend has been crying and asking for forgiveness ever since, saying that it's just a one-time thing and that she's the only person that she would ever kiss just once, and then she would be done with it. Because according to her, without the kiss, she doesn't feel like the relationship ever was real. And honestly, I don't get it. Firstly, I hate her ex because I saw what she did to my girlfriend. Secondly, I feel like my girlfriend cheated on me, and I can't get rid of that feeling. This is all really messy, and I really need some advice. What should I do? I think you said it best. Your girlfriend cheated on you. She went to her ex-girlfriend and said, hey, let's kiss one last time, and completely ignored the fact that, yeah, I'm already in a relationship. Like, clearly this is not a casual thing to your girlfriend, and I don't think it should be casual to you either. This also obviously shows me that she would get back with her ex in a heartbeat. If she's this easily disloyal, then who's to say that she wouldn't do this again, if not worse? So personally, if I was in your shoes and my girlfriend did this to me, I absolutely would not feel comfortable being with him anymore. Because at the end of the day, she cheated. And no excuse of finding closure is going to be good enough in my book personally for me to forgive them for this. That is also a terrible reason to cheat on somebody. I just want to find closure. No, you want to ruin this relationship. So best of luck in whatever you decide to do. But from my perspective, I think you can do a lot better than this lady. And you'll be able to find someone who won't cheat on you just to find closure. Whatever that means. My current girlfriend is messaging my ex-girlfriend and they're making fun of me in text messages. And I don't know how to feel or what to even do right now. The other night, while my girlfriend and I were laying in bed, I go to set the alarms on her phone for her to be able to wake up for work on time, as I do every other night. And as I'm doing so, I see my ex-girlfriend texting my girlfriend and me being the curious person that I am, I open the text message. Now, as a note, I've never been one to peep through someone's phone, but that's my ex-girlfriend that she's messaging. I had to check this out. I read the message that was sent, and I see that there are quite a few other messages between them. And to my surprise, I see several very demeaning and condescending text messages between the both of them about me. They make fun of my hairline. They make fun of my chest, which is not very well developed. They even make fun of my family and how they're a total train wreck. When I saw this, I was absolutely shocked beyond belief. I could not believe that my girlfriend was sending messages to my ex-girlfriend, basically making fun of me behind my back. My current girlfriend doesn't know that I saw these text messages, but I don't know what to do. She always comforts me when I'm feeling insecure, but to find this out just hurts. I want to distance myself from her, but I've been with her for well over a couple of years now, and I still love her. I don't know if I should confront her about this or if I should just leave it alone. What should I do? Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I can't imagine being in that situation. You're dating your current girlfriend. You've been with her for years. You actively love and appreciate her, and you do everything you can to maintain a relationship, only to then find out all of the sudden that she has been messaging your ex-girlfriend and mocking everything about you, from your chest to your hairline to your family, all of which is happening behind your back. And what you've never known is that everything you ever tell her is probably just more ammunition for her to use against you with your ex-girlfriend. How horrific can you possibly get? So to answer your question about this, yes, you should confront her about this. And you should absolutely, in my opinion, dump her. Typically with this story, there's some type of ambiguity where you might be able to make this work. But she is actively mocking you behind your back. And that, in my opinion, is a complete deal breaker. That is such a betrayal of trust that, in my opinion, is absolutely unforgivable. I would never want someone like that involved in my life. Imagine having a friend group like that, where they only want you around just so they can mock you when you're not around. That would be horrific and not something anybody would want to be involved with. I personally would have dumped her right away. I would have gotten my stuff and gotten out of there if I was living with her. You do not need that in your life. I don't care how much you love her or how much of a history you have. This is a deal breaker. Just imagine if you had some kind of future with her where you got married and had kids. You can know for a fact at the first sign of getting in some kind of argument, she's going going to mock you to your future children. Like, this is just not okay. You can find better than this. You can do a lot better than this. And the last person you need in your life is someone who's going to mock you behind your back. Today, I messed up by blasting anime at my professor. And yeah, it sounds as weird as you think. This happened a few years ago. I had an important meeting planned with one of my professors. I didn't have any classes from this friendly older man. However, he was the guy in my department who was well known for being able to solve everyone's problems. I was sure that without his help, my most important project of the year would fail. Before going to university, I had a few hours to spare ahead of the meeting. I decided to watch some Dragon Ball on my laptop. My laptop's volume was booming at 100%. I watched a few episodes and saw the protagonist Goku fighting a mighty new opponent. Overall, I had a great time. For those of you who don't know, Dragon Ball is an anime franchise about massive, spiky-haired people with huge muscles that are typically named after vegetables, underwear, or musical instruments. Of course, those muscles are used for fighting, and when they fight, the characters in Dragon Ball aren't quiet. They shout a lot. I kept watching anime until I had to go to the meeting. As soon as I sat down in the professor's office, I took my laptop out of my backpack to show the professor some files related to my project. The screen turned on, and I heard a sound that made my heart drop. Goku, the main character, was screaming at the top of his lungs, as loud as my speakers could go. Unfortunately, Unfortunately, without the accompanying visuals, his prolonged screaming sounded like anything but fighting. Instead, it sounded quite suggestive, if you know what I mean. Obviously, I wanted it to stop, but alas, an obstacle had arisen. My laptop could start making noise without me entering my password, but the sound could only be stopped by me after entering my password. That day, I learned that having a long, complicated, unhackable password can have some serious downsides. To my embarrassment, it took a bunch of tries 
for me to get my password correct. And with every passing second, the noise of a large man screaming would not go away. I honestly felt the silent judgment of my professor the entire time. As Goku's screaming was reaching its conclusion, I managed to stop the video from playing. I felt like I was going to explode from shame. Thankfully, my professor didn't say a single word, as I just quickly moved on and navigated to the emails I needed to show him. It was an absolute nightmare. Yeah, that definitely makes sense when you think about the whole Dragon Ball franchise. Without the visuals going along with the audio, it probably sounds incredibly weird. In more than one way, if you know what I mean. I also want to know who Goku was fighting, because now I want to look up that scene and see exactly how awkward it must have been. The silver lining here is the fact that you were able to get the noise to stop. Just imagine if your computer froze up and it played the entire episode and fight scene where Goku just kept screaming. That probably would have been a nightmare, and if I were you, I probably would have switched schools after that. Today, I messed up by catching my boss cheating on his wife. My boss has been a co-owner of our franchise for about five years. His wife is our office manager. They have two kids, one being barely one years old. It's just three people in the office, me and two other female co-workers. Thursday afternoon, while my co-worker Anna, that's not her real name, was on lunch, I went to ask my boss about something, and instead, I found him making out with Rebecca, another one of my co-workers, in his office. Rebecca is not her real name. He had his hands wrapped around her waist, and her arms were around his neck. They immediately pulled back and tried to play it off. The next day, my husband and I had to stay home because he was exposed to someone with COVID, and both of us were feeling ill. I messaged the office manager and told her that we needed to talk in person, but she said she was out of town until next week and that I should just call her. So I went ahead and did that. I told the office manager about what happened, and she was in shock. After that, my boss called my phone a few hours later while I was in the shower, and my husband answered. My boss asked that I call him back, but I couldn't bring myself to do it because of how bad my nerves and anxiety were after everything that happened. Today, I went to check my work email to see what was on the agenda for Monday, and I was locked out. I tried to log into our scheduling website, and I couldn't get in there either. I messaged my boss, and he said I was no longer employed because of my apparent excessive absences, even though termination would be the third offense. And this was the first time I've ever been told this. I work in an at-will right-to-work state, so now I can't even do anything about it. Minutes after this happened, I did contact a lawyer, and unfortunately, they said there's nothing I can do. So now, because my boss cheated and I caught him cheating, I ended up losing my job while he still gets to get away with it. Hopefully, his wife approaches and confronts him about this, but honestly, my hopes are not very high. What a terrible situation to be in. You catch your boss in the act of cheating on his wife, only to then get fired because he said something to his wife. And honestly, if I was in your shoes, I would have done the exact same thing. What an absolute dirtbag. I think, if anything, you can definitely know that what goes around comes around. And I can guarantee you that karma will absolutely come his way eventually, even if you don't get the chance to witness it. The universe has a very unique way of dealing with scumbags like this. And it's just a shame that you got caught in the crossfire. But this might be the best blessing you could have possibly asked for yourself. Because now you don't ever have to work in that kind of environment again. And hopefully you're able to find a better job that won't try and get rid of you just because you catch your boss cheating on his wife. Today I messed up by letting someone else borrow my Beyblade. Only for them to then trade it off to someone else. Back when I was in middle school, Beyblades were super popular. I remember being so excited to get my first one. And it honestly was just a dream come 
come true. The anime was so cool too. They would say, let it rip, and their Beyblades would jet across the air and do battle with each other. I had been looking at the other Beyblades that people at my school would show off, so I was able to pick one out that was relatively unique. I think the one that my mom took me to the store to buy must have actually come out recently because I didn't see anyone at school with it. I brought it to school one day and people were like, wow, that one is awesome. I was so proud of myself for picking that one out. Back in the day, we used to bring Yu-Gi-Oh cards, Pokemon cards, and Beyblades and whatever else the latest trend was from Japan. On that day, I had a friend who asked me if he could hold my Beyblade. I told him no and at the time, I was just being very protective of my stuff, like Gollum from Lord of the Rings, and I just didn't want anyone else to hold it. He asked me at the beginning of the school day and he would continue to ask me as the day progressed. He was asking me if he could just hold it for just a few seconds. He kept asking me over and over and over again. Eventually, I broke and I let him hold it. As soon as I did, he walked off with it somewhere. For whatever reason, I didn't follow him. I guess I just assumed he would bring it back. Well, the next thing I knew is this friend, we will call him John, that's not his real name, all of a sudden had a new Beyblade in his hands. I asked him what happened to mine and he nonchalantly told me that he traded it to somebody else. I got so upset that I could feel tears welling up in my eyes. I went to the guy that John traded this to and told him about what happened, but he refused to give me my Beyblade. I felt like such a fool for letting John hold my Beyblade even to begin with, and I wish I had just said no. That's terrible. John is a terrible person. He stole your property and gave it to somebody else, and that is absolutely not fair to you. It sucks that you had to go through that, but it definitely teaches you a very valuable lesson about your belongings. And worst off, I'm sure that Beyblade held a lot of sentimental value to you. It was unique to everybody in the school, and nobody else had it, so it felt like your own thing. And then your friend betrays you only to pawn it off so he can get something that he wanted. That's such a toxic thing to do. But unfortunately, for a middle schooler, I'm not surprised, unfortunately. And I remember back when I was in middle school, Beyblades were very popular. And for something like that to happen would be absolutely horrendous. So I'm really sorry this happened to you, but hopefully you learned some valuable lessons about keeping an eye on your property and simply telling somebody no when you don't want to do something. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the Cream of the Crop music. Search Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright-free music to use for your next stream.